This call to the bullpen brought to you by Hummer. I like my Hummer, and if you buy a Hummer right now, we'll get you a crawfish right down perhaps Yeah, you betcha. Go Tigers! I mean, they've had fake snow before because it's not a guarantee. Uh, with that said, though, pick a different location. I mean, China's huge, and we're doing it in a fucking nuclear power plant. <laughs> like, what is this? It's bizarre to watch. We we're like I said, we were watching that event this afternoon, and it's like, like the just they're panning the they're doing these sick tricks, and then the camera angle just shows like these nuclear reactors in the background i don't know it's bizarre yeah i mean i remember oh gosh like when seeing this like they always do that they do the panoramic of the mountains and shit when it's wherever like i don't know to me it's just still do it in the mountains i guess i i don't know that's just that's weird i haven't watched any of the olympics but we were watching the uh, weird. the women's giant slalom a couple nights ago, like ski slalom, and those those girls are nuts. Yeah, Anybody, yeah. regardless of gender, which that you're going down a mountain like that, those you gotta be, you gotta have a couple screws loose. But um, yeah. they would pan to the rest of the like it, that one was actually in the mountains, but none of the other mountains had snow. And so they were weird. they kept commenting on how like it's is fake snow and how it wasn't quite the right footing and it was messing some of them up, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The winter games are strange. I I can't do any of these. You know, at least the summer games, like, I can run. Like, I can swim, like, at least a little bit. Like, I have some frame of reference. I, I can't snowboard, ski, or ice skate for shit. I think that's part of it what makes it impressive. It's the difficulty. It's all difficult. I mean, but with summer, it's like, you can kind of tell, like, wow, that, that motherfucker is fast <laughs> yes. it's pretty straightforward but the winter is definitely different i i enjoy the snowboarding i enjoy the skiing and hockey and then i guess like bobsledding is exciting but at the same time like i don't really understand it like it's what makes i know but it... what makes what makes you go faster like uh... why like I know so it's, it's all about start, the pilot. But... It's all about the guy. How close how fine you how like how fine you ride that line of perfection. Okay. Is that the same with luge? What's or a skeleton? Luge dude, there's luge and there's double luge. There is a double luge event where there's two guys stacked on top of each other oh, riding a, yeah. a sled down the that's ice right. pipe. Okay, well that's there's that the is. skeleton where they go head first down the same yes thing. that one's that one's that's why you gotta have more than a couple screws yeah. loose for that one well, right well it was the winter olympics i think in like i think it was 2010 the vancouver one where uh, a russian guy on his practice run bobsledding decapitated himself 
Oh yeah, he hit like a a pole or something. Yeah, he hit a pole. It was like in the one section where they were like, you know, we're kind of worried about this. We think riders might go a little too high up this wall, get a little too much speed. Well, he got a little too much speed. Well, well, a little too high on that wall, and uh, that's crazy. Body kept going, head did not. What place did he finish in? Uh, you know, surprisingly, his body placed (laughs) really high, but um, due to the Olympic rigmarole your entire body has to cross in order for your time to be counted so it was so that just proves that just proves that there's not a lot of skill in bobsledding like a, a literal dead body can win what well, if no, he, he what if he won like a he bronze medal and they just like <laughs> weekend at bernie's them up there to the podium <laughs> just like a balloon i like think it was a, a practice round but yeah yeah it was a practice round that's no, even worse. Can, I don't it didn't even count. It didn't even count. That's a good movie. What, Cool Runnings? He tries to pivot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie, too. I actually watched that the other day. Yeah, Sanka, I've never dead. seen it. You are just a, we what? are just a making bobsled team. I know what it's about, but I've never seen it. You'd like it, Chris. It's a good movie. I've also never seen you gotta uh, watch Basketball. It. I've heard that that's a good one. Basketball too. is funny as shit. That's a good one, too. It's the creators of South Park. Squeak! Mm-hmm. Sister goes out with Squeak! Yeah, that one's funny, too. I know everybody says this, but I was watching some curling on Saturday, and give me, like, a year of just dedicated training, and I'd be fucking money. Think so? Uh, yeah, dude. I what don't would, have a what would you, reference. What would your so I don't know. preferred position you never be? Curling? I don't think you would, though. <laughs> yes. They have... No, but I don't understand. I've never done it, so I don't have a frame of reference on like how difficult it really is. Because, <laughs> of course, they're both easy. Yes. They do both. So we were watching mixed doubles. So it's like one guy, one girl. Ooh. And um, they would trade off. Sometimes the girl was rolling the stone. Sometimes the guy was. And the other one is is sweeping. Um I mean, yeah, it's definitely a, a precision game, and I'm sure that there's levels to it, but I got the strategy. I can't, I mean, come on. I'm talking about like a year. I got a year. Of any or, of any of the Olympic events, that's the one I would be most confident in that I could like compete after a year without a doubt. Yeah, okay, so so say that they give you like a full four-year cycle. This, this year's Olympics ends, and then it's like it's go time, and you got full backing, full, I mean, everything's paid for training every day you're telling me you can't make the olympic curling team come on do you want to make the olympic curling team should we start this okay yeah if i got the financial backing absolutely that'd be sweet that would be sweet at 30 31 i think yeah 31 what'd you do before you were 30 or 31 by your 30 i got an olympic gold medal oh and what curling I feel like you got to talk shit in that, right? Uh, yeah. I would revolutionize the game. I'd have some shades on. Who do you think you are? I am! Shooting sleeve. Who's that that professional bowler that's always, like, super animated? That guy. It's that guy. It's that guy. Who do you think you are? I am. That's his name. Yes, that's that guy. That's who I picture you as in curling. He's such an... (laughs) A strange analogy, but it is. You got the no, shades. No, I would be. Doing like the LeBron. 
I'm holding it down out here. <laughs> oh, it's... You literally just have to type that. Yeah, that's who you would be with the sunglasses. Hair slick back. Pete Weber. That's his name. Yeah, Pete, Pete Weber, yeah. Give Pete retired. Weber a Google. Hey, you know what? He just retired. Um, what is it? The World... The WBA, World Bowling Association. It used to be sponsored by Denny's. I don't know if it still is. I think it's sponsored PBA. by Old Spice. Old Spice PBA. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored that's like some shit that you would that's some shit you would see on espn like you you pass out with the tv on and woke oh, up on yeah. a sunday morning and all the nfl <laughs> games are on but espn doesn't have a sunday nfl game so you got fucking the denny's pro bowlers association or texas the seventh Hold'em. frame yeah or exactly or <laughs> texas hold'em <laughs> chris moneymaker oh what's daniel naganu going <laughs> i remember when i was like i got into poker when i like learned how to play as like a kid i don't know he played for like five bucks you know whatever some bullshit like that with my dad and um i remember then after i learned i was probably like 10 9 or 10 and the world series of poker was on i was like i kind of got into it so i started watching it as like a little ass kid my favorite player was chris moneymaker because i thought he had a cool name he's just this big fat guy that <laughs> just like came out of nowhere and won in like two i think it was 2003 i might have to look that up but uh yeah it was it was funny i got into it then and like never since but dude the prizes now are fucking insane well that game's also been just optimized to the fucking tits like good luck people used to be able to make people it was like their full-time job i had a buddy that was playing poker full-time like he would play online poker like six or seven tables at a time and just that was his job was just playing poker um, but it's it's become so like everything is so refined and so optimized everybody's using like software that tells them what the best move is and it's like everybody just kind of knows so it's i don't know obviously the best players in the world are still the best players but it's it, it's the opportunity is kind of gone there right yeah so it's a ten thousand dollar buy-in has been since 72 they need to raise that <laughs> that's kind of cool though and i'm sure that i mean how many people enter the world series of poker the thousands thousands yeah. hundreds of them yeah it's i mean so i mean i like that though you just get ten thousand dollars maybe a no name just runs the table and just wins it so johnny moses he won the first one and his total tournament or oh that's they didn't even it doesn't even show prize money but it, he won it in 70 and 71 and 71 he won 30 grand so was there six fucking people yeah what <laughs> doesn't that doesn't make any sense he entered for 10 and then made 30 yeah okay so let me find one okay chris moneymaker he won in 2003 i was right <laughs> <laughs> he won 2.5 wow. million but look at some some of these prizes in 2006 it was 12 million and then it's kind of plateaued there. Mm. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. From thirty grand in the seventies to fucking twelve million. Twelve million is the highest anybody won in two thousand six, which doesn't make much of sense. But I guess if that's how many players were in, that is weird. That it would plateau like that. You'd think that it would just get oh. bigger and bigger. 
entrance. So for 70 and 71, there was seven people, and then there was six people. Gotcha. So I think that's why the prize money is different, because the guy that won in 06, James Gold, there was 8,700 people. It's quite but a dude, few his career, His career earnings. So he won, he won 2006, and he won $12 million. His career earnings... Twelve million sixty-seven thousand. Nice. <laughs> nice. Dude, this dude is like the luckiest human being. <laughs> he he That's won awesome. it once, and he's like, "I'm gonna ride off into the sunset." Hell yeah, I don't blame him. That's the way to do it. If they're calculating career earnings, they should subtract their entrance fees from. Them. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, how much are you positive? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I think speaking of thousand. Speaking of gambling, that's like uh, you ever walk into the gas station in the morning, like you know, on your way to work or something, and you need to pick up a can or whatever, and you got some fucking degenerate up there at the counter, stack of lottery tickets, counting them off, buying new ones, doing all that. It's like, dude, they need a separate fucking lane for those folks. There is nothing worse than getting stuck behind a lotto player. Mm-hmm counting their things picking out the individual tickets that they want it's like dude show me your stats what are you lifetime what's your net earnings yeah negative 1500 i remember i worked at a had a like a basically a market and there was a guy that was always in there buying lottery tickets and i remember asking him one time because he'd come in so frequently i'd see him every single shift and he you know we'd chit chat and whatever and uh, I was just like, how, like, how successful are you? And how, like, what's the most you've won? Because I eventually became, you know, like, not, I wouldn't call him a friend, but he was, he, like, I knew, I like, can't remember his name now, but I knew his name at the time and he knew mine. And so we'd just chit chat, you know, and he's like, well, I would say I'm definitely in the red. It's like, okay. He's like, what's the most you won? And he's, he told me he won 25 grand one time. It's like, and you're still in the red? And he's like, I've won five thousand a few different times, but he's been he had been doing it for like twenty years, just throwing money into that machine and getting the little scratches. He, I don't know if you've seen the people that do this, but they don't even scratch them. They just no, they just buy scan them and scan, scan them. it, yeah. and it tells you if you win. How do you not just dip out after twenty five grand? Like, dude, I you was, win. I'm assuming you won. You won. So far in the red. I understand, but like, yeah, those are sunk costs back there. You get your twenty-five grand, pay your taxes on it, cash the fuck out, you're done, dude. Yeah. That's not how it works, though. And that's how no. I'm. I'm actually kind of no. curious to see what um, what the the gambling industry looks like in say five years, ten years down the line, because right now it's kind of the wild west, and it's not like a kind of a backroom shady deal anymore i mean there are commercials you watch a football game there's every commercial break there's a draft kings or oh yeah some sort of advertisement during the commercial break and the announcers are talking about everybody's talking about it and you, you gotta wonder like how many of these people are getting into daily fantasy or just betting because they see all these ads for it and they're just gonna fucking tank themselves man because it's addicting like people get people get gripped by it and man 
it could it could get real ugly it's almost like kind of cigarettes in mm-hmm. what the the 70s or the 80s when every nascar was sponsored by winston cigarettes or camel or whoever and there wasn't any regulations on it anything like that like the shit's gonna change um and there's gonna they're gonna have to i mean i know every, any podcast you listen to that that advertises for whoever it is lists off 45 seconds of gambler helplines or whatever but everybody just skips through that shit so i don't know it's it is it's interesting it's weird how it's gone from like you can't talk about it at all like maybe maybe brent musburger would make some sort of snide comment you know like a a little innuendo about it during the end of the game but it was never talked about until exactly he'd be like oh that Mm -hmm. that touchdown mattered to some um right because it pushed the total over or whatever but it's not it wasn't like a widely spread everybody's talking about a thing and now it's everywhere so i don't know it's gonna be interesting to watch i think your idea with it being like cigarettes and stuff from back in the day is probably pretty accurate is eventually there you got one you obviously have to do the disclosures of like if you have a problem please contact 1-800 gambler or whatever it is and um but i don't know because it's different but it is addicting there's no doubt about it so i i'm not sure how how that's going to go they're going to have to regulate it somehow especially as more and more states get sports books yeah well and i mean washington technically is legal now but you have to be on tribal land and it's like I can just do this from my phone. So why would I? Why would I go to the casino to place a bet mm-hmm. when I can just do it right here? You know, like I got a sports book on my phone. It's too easy. Right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think that's still probably ten years down the road. I don't think it's anytime soon. Mondo, we need you to reach out for some uh, some sponsorships. Get get that my bookie money flowing. <laughs> I don't think they'll uh, have us as a current state. Who knows? Every listener, tell a friend. <laughs> tell a friend. Tell a friend. So, like, sports. rate, subscribe, smash that button. Smash that like button. Ring don't that f- bell is what <clears throat> you. Don't forget to uh, <laughs> ring Nerdy that bell gang. so you, so you get notifications when a new uh, podcast goes up. We are not on YouTube. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Once you get uh, your ass over here to the west side and we play around a round of golf, maybe we we spark up that YouTube channel. We yeah. have a little a little graphic showing our scores and a shot tracer and everything. That'd be kind of sick. Yeah, we do need to get out and play some golf. I've been itching. Larry and I played 27 holes yesterday. We sure did. It was a beautiful Monday. It was a great so, Monday. Larry, how's unemployed life? It's great. Uh, woke up at 11 today. Um, probably going to do it again tomorrow. And the day after that. So uh, it's uh, looking pretty good so far. You know, so far, just been sleeping and playing golf, so I can't complain. You do any push-ups? Uh, I think I have done a total of 12 push-ups in the last day day Ooh, I'm proud you of did you. not do good. any push-ups in the last 24 hours yes i did no you didn't i did five this did morning 12. with my that's stretch, not that impressive and then i did, you did five, five again yeah and then stretch. two yeah and then two random ones <laughs> you 
You got all the way down there just for two push-ups? <laughs> yeah, yeah was, see, was, I'm calling bullshit. That's you pulled dinner. that out your ass. Was making you, dinner. You did two so you push-ups did two. while making yeah. dinner. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be a poll. Did Larry do two push-ups while he's making dinner? <laughs> I found out you no. can do polls on Spotify, and oh, it's yeah. very convenient. Yes, I saw that too. Has anybody answered any? Or have we done I, any? I've um, only I only did one. I had to go back and look. I haven't looked at the results. I think I put one up for last week's episode, but I forget. Well, I'll put it. Put me down as a no. For no. Larry did not do twelve push-ups in the last right. twenty-four hours. I was gonna say, did he do two push-ups while he's cooking dinner? There's no chance. Why would you get down there and do one or two? Just cause. I feel like if you get down there, you have to at least do ten. Ten. You had to hit. You got to hit double digits, and that's for that reason. I'm out. <laughs> okay, Kevin O'Leary. <laughs> and now he's just sitting there smirking, knowing we called him on his bullshit. No, yeah, because he's did my fucking full of it. You did, <laughs> did not do two push-ups. I don't need to prove shit to you guys. I did my goddamn push-up. That is horse. Can anybody verify this? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Fuck, I hit a hole in one. You're full of it. Yeah. Okay. Park was closed. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Larry. You didn't do two push-ups. All right. You're telling me your big ass fucking got down on your knees and then got yeah, in a push-up position. Yeah, I did girl position. push-ups. <laughs> yeah. You got down on your knees, got in a push-up position, and did two fucking push-ups while you were cooking yes. dinner. What were you cooking? Well, I was waiting for the toast to finish up, and I was like, well, I could either wait another 15 seconds or just do two push-ups, and it'll be the same amount of time. It takes you seven and a half seconds per push-up? Yeah, you do, like, long push-ups. <laughs> you definitely didn't do that. You don't do six-second push-ups? The ones where you count really slowly going all the way down? No, I know the exercise, yeah. but I just don't think that you did it. Okay. No. Not a shot in hell. You don't think so? No. All right. What were you making toast for dinner? Uh, it was toast to you go really along on with soup. <laughs> <laughs> it was to go along soup that I made. That is horse shit. Horse no. shit. Fortunately, I can't show you any leftovers of the soup because I ate them all. So. <laughs> you ever had sleep for dinner? <laughs> yeah, bro, and I woke up with ice cubes for breakfast. <laughs> An ice cube sandwich? Ice cube sandwich in between some white, br white bread. Delicious. You did not do two fucking push-ups. <laughs> yes, I goddamn did. Next what's question. What's the point? What's the <laughs> what? What's the point? What did you accomplish with two push-ups other than your toast being done by the time you got up there? Because apparently it. you do eight-second fucking push-ups. That's it. I was, I was just waiting for the toast to finish up. The butter wasn't completely done, being you know toasted. Oh, you put the butter on your toast before it's in there. Yeah, it was garlic bread. This. Whoa, okay, hang on. Yeah. Is it a toaster oven? Yeah, a toaster oven. Okay, so you put garlic... Okay, that makes sense. Here I am thinking you're jamming garlic bread in the little fucking slot. <laughs> yeah, I got a baguette of garlic bread. I'm like, yeah, it'll fucking fit. <laughs> Squishing it into like a ball. Right? <laughs> hey, what's smoking? Ah, it's the garlic bread. <laughs> it's almost done. This cuts off the black part at the end, each end from it burning in there. Put the <laughs> saw. 
Oh my god. Larry, you are an odd duck. Yeah. He's also full of shit. I agree. <laughs> There's no way you did two push-ups. Yeah, dude. Admit it. No, I did two push-ups. He never will. <laughs> He's going to take this to his grave that he did Do two, two more right push-ups. now. Do two more two right more now. Right yeah. Now. You right want now. With, me. with the count, two. too. I want to hear the count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let me see these eight seconds. I'm not doing I said six second push ups. Okay. okay. It was seven like, and a half, I thought. Three second breath in between. <laughs> what, you want me on the mic? Yeah. yeah. All right. Count it, it out. Count. count it out. Larry is backing up in his. You don't even have room for push ups. Sure, you do. It's a very finite space. He has very white legs for those listening. <laughs> Thanks, dude. All right. One, and small pecs. Two, three, four, five, six, He's seven. Trembling. Okay, there's one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And toast is done. Like, hey, look at that. Toast is done. I can smell it, too. This is horseshit. There's no way. There's well, congrats no way. on Did doing you your first two loud? push-ups of the last 24 hours. Yes, I agree. All right, so uh, people that listen to the pod from the future, do not uh, put your vote in the poll. Your vote does not count. What are you talking about? Because I did my two push-ups in the last 24 hours. Fuck you. Yeah, just now. No, I. The poll question is: Did Larry actually do two push-ups while making dinner? Not in the last twenty-four hours. And it's going to be more or less, or equal. Over under two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. I feel like it has to be one and a half. <laughs> one and a half. Yeah. Did yeah, he complete yeah, the true. second push-up? I don't well, even you just think proved you, you could do first. two. I know that you can you can do them. I don't think that you did. No, I don't either. That's yeah. It's not the point of you actually being able to do them. We just don't think you actually did it well. Your hey man, was sometimes I pace around the house just to like waste time instead of just standing watching over my food. <laughs> I just pace around the house. I'm like, yeah, it'll take about thirty more seconds for this chicken to cook. I could stand here and watch it, or I could do laps around my house. Let's see how quickly I can do a lap. You, you should do them yourself? backwards. A push-up backwards? No. No, you should walk backwards. It's mm. good for your knees. Mm-hmm. Knees over toes, guy. Check him out. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, I'm, Joe I'm, Rogan. <laughs> hey, Jamie, pull that of, up. Jamie, pull that up. Speaking of... No, that yeah, guy was actually... For him. That guy was actually on Rogan, like, a couple yeah. weeks ago. But, um, they, they sure are coming for him. They are coming for him. Golly, what do we have to do to get the mob sent after us? Well, I know exactly what we need to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly. (laughs) There is one word, but I don't think that it would garner. One, we're not going to go there. And and two, I don't think that that us just letting those fly is going to garner the same thing. Because I don't think that that was ever what it was about. No. No. Obviously, it wasn't. Um. And I don't think it was about the vaccine shit either, to no. be quite frank. It's just no. the fact that he is he has a massive platform and has a lot of a huge audience that the people trying to get rid of him want. Mm-hmm. And the thing that they fail to realize is if if he just goes away, 
if if he just disappears tomorrow, never hear from again, the people that listen to that show aren't gonna go and start listening to CNN or to whatever bullshit you're putting out. Like they're just gonna go and find well, somebody else. Those. Corporate media's are bullshit. Uh, Fucking no, Fox, nobody's, CNN, nobody's gonna go listen. All of it. Like you guys have, yeah. It's been it's been such poorly run, and it's just not good content. Nobody wants to listen to that shit. And no. so, if you get rid of him, it's there's gonna be five other people that kind of fill in that gap. It's not gonna be you. That's the thing, though. He's not cancelable. Like they. So, two points. I'll get back to that part, but. On the only news show that I like, the Breaking Points show, and they're awesome with news. It's two people. It's one on the right, one on the left. They are fully independent. They do like a subscription-based thing. I definitely recommend it, whether you're lean one way or lean the other. They're just the shit. They talked about it, and they one of the hosts, Sauger, he went through and kind of followed the money from where this stemmed from. And it all stems from big media basically doing a hatchet job to get him canceled. And if you read, if you watch the segment, because it's segmented out on segmented out on YouTube, but if you do the premium, they just send you the full show on email. Um, but they kind of broke down like where the money stems from for that like hit job on him. And it was very interesting to see like, well, clearly it is like these big media conglomerates. And these dudes that are coming after Barstool, like Dave Portnoy, like the Midas Touch guys, I don't know if you guys saw that. It's pretty obvious that that's kind of where all of it comes from. And it was just really interesting to, to see that perspective of like follow the money kind of thing. And it makes sense. The reason I say he's uncancelable is because, say for whatever reason Spotify said, okay, we're... Where we we have to like terminate this agreement. Here's your you know here's the remainder of your contract. We'll no longer host your show. He could just go and create a platform for his show and make the same money. People would flock to it. That's his show's the only reason why I even downloaded Spotify. And I know there's tons of people that are the same way. And I use Spotify now for like music and things, but the initial reason was he was going off of iTunes and you or off of like Apple Podcasts and YouTube, and I still wanted to listen to his show, so I went to Spotify to get it, and then I was flipping through Spotify and found it. So that's why I'm like, if even if they do boot him off, he could still go to some independent thing or make his own and have no issues. So, well, see, I, I disagree a little bit. I think I think everybody is cancelable to to an extent. Take take Trump for example. Once he got removed off of Twitter, Facebook, every single you whatever platform, nobody's gonna host his shit, right? And he tried. This fucking Trump, man. Like there are people that would, there are crazy ass motherfuckers that are just ride or die with that dude, mm -hmm. right? Like that is their personality is him and he has tried to start, he tried to start his own social media deal he's tried mm -hmm. to start his own like it's media company platform whatever nobody gives a fuck mm -hmm. like nobody gives a fuck about that you don't hear from him at all anymore because he's not on the big ones and that's kind of the danger there where it's like should they have that power 
should they have the power to just completely silence somebody? Because, yeah, you can, he could, Rogan could go and start his own deal. And he could just put it out on his own website, and it's just an RSS feed. You could get it. Uh, but if but if you can't get it on Apple Podcasts, you can't get it on Spotify, you can't get it on whatever podcast app you use, because the big ones have all pushed them away, there's going to be a significant chunk of people that just aren't going to go through the hassle. And that's kind of what they're banking on there, where it's people aren't going to go through the hassle. And if and if you can't tweet, and if you can't post on Instagram, and if you can't do all this for, for reasons that, you know, are frankly just kind of bullshit like it's there's not really a good reason for it and yeah that video is not great but it's also out of context and most of them he was quoting somebody else so you know i'm not the authority on who can say that word or when they can say that word but if you're quoting somebody you're quoting somebody um but they'll put that out just to make it look bad they know how it looks like and that's kind of what they're banking on the majority of people are stupid man like the majority of people are stupid and that's that's kind of the frustrating thing about it is it's like, yeah, he's got, I don't listen to his show. I don't listen to every episode of his show. I kind of just pick and choose the guests that I think might be interesting. Like that knees over toes guy. Fuck. Look him up on Instagram, man. He's got a lot of good shit. (laughs) No, I've looked at his stuff. It's good. He says that he told, taught himself how to dunk at like 23 or something like that after never doing it. I don't know. Good shit. I've learned a lot of shit from, from Rogan's show, mostly because it's like an introductory to a topic that you didn't even know that you were necessarily interested in. Right. And then you kind of jump into it from there and go deeper. But mm-hmm. it's it's almost like like the people that are trying to get him canceled, it's like, how dumb do you think everybody is, man? Like, just because I hear something, now I believe it wholeheartedly? What? Like, like I can't, I can't make decisions for myself? Like, if you don't like it, don't listen. I was just going to say the same. Like, it's... It's funny to me because that's the whole point of like the First Amendment is because if people have these horrible opinions, we can all discuss it and agree that's fucking stupid. It's the same reason why people protect the speech speech of like white supremacists. It's like, look how much of assholes these people are. Look how stupid they sound. So to me, I'm like, if you really don't agree with it, make a better point. Like if you don't agree with what he's saying or anything like that, like make a better point or you know, build your own argument instead of just, like, he needs to be canceled or removed from the platform. It's like, debate him or argue with him or make some, make your own decision based on the fact that you don't believe what he's saying instead of, like, he needs no platform. Right, exactly. And I think that that's what's, what the, the people that are, like you said, the media conglomerates and everything that are trying to cancel, what they don't understand is, and I've listened to this guy since I was, shoot, 20, it was, 2015 i was working at the golf course shit the golf course that larry and i played yesterday um it was actually kind of interesting being there and i was like man i haven't been here in a while and and then all this shit with rogan's going on that's like where i started listening to him Mm -hmm. and it's like it's just a genuine conversation for two and a half three four hours and it's just a raw unfiltered just two people three people whatever whoever he has on just talking about shit you can't find that, like, at least back then, you couldn't find that shit in any, like, quote-unquote official source or any mm-hmm. official medium. Like, you go on a news show, you get a minute and a half, you get 90 seconds to spit out your point, and then they're going to a break. It's like, mm-hmm. that's that's what they don't, it seems like that is not necessarily the, 
they don't understand is it's like, yeah, yeah, he might not be perfect and he's going to fuck up mm-hmm. sometimes because he's got 60,000 hours worth of podcasts. And yeah, you can pick and choose and find some bad shit that, or off color shit that's been said. But it's anybody that's listened to like a full episode or shit in our cases, hundreds of just full episodes. I mean, I've listened to this guy for hours speak. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a bad dude. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's right about absolutely everything. <laughs> But you know he's not a bad guy or he's coming from a bad place or anything crazy like that. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. It To me, I just, the whole censorship thing is just a bit frustrating because I oh, just come back to the, if you really think that they're off-putting or wrong, either don't listen and that's your own personal choice or make an argument that counters their point. If you're that offended by it, and that's fine. I'm not going to tell you you need to be offended or not by something. But then make a better point or provide information that disproves their point. Just labeling something as misinformation or disinformation is like just kind of a blanket statement when you're not really providing any reasoning behind it, I guess, in my opinion. so. Oh, yeah. The whole misinformation, disinformation term is just... That's well. When he did his apology for the first one, because he the whole thing with the two doctors that he had on that people were saying it was misinformation, and he did his that video that was like nine minutes long of kind of apologizing for everything that's been happening and saying he's going to do better and all this jazz in there. He had like a minute where he's like, "It's tough when." things get labeled as misinformation and then down the road six months later it's proven as fact or backed up by the cdc like the stuff with the cloth mass the cdc now says that they don't work and then or the, the lab leak and the lab leak all he those were his three points and it's like that's kind of fair like i don't know how you can really argue that that much and don't get me wrong i am falling the line of like if you want to wear a mask wear a mask if you don't don't like it's your own decision if you want to get vaccinated same thing and i understand people that like want everybody to get vaccinated for the good of the world or to protect the elderly and the vulnerable and that's fine but it shouldn't be forced upon anybody yeah i did not think we were going to go there well no well i don't even know how rogan came up but it's it is an interesting topic and it's and i think it goes back to what i said at the start where it's like even say worst case scenario and i hope that this doesn't happen but Actually, I think worst case scenario could be worse than this. But say he does just get completely deplatformed. Those the the people that listen to that show are not gonna go and jump to your CNNs, your NPR, your NBC News, whoever. Like, it's not even a news show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's those people are gonna go to Tim Dillon. They're gonna go to Andrew Schultz. They're gonna go to breaking points are gonna like they're just gonna Mm kind of splinter off into into other ones and i think that's that's the big kind of they just don't like that he has amassed such an audience and is able and he's uncontrollable unless Mm -hmm. they just try to to cancel him and i think you can be canceled somebody that big if trump can be canceled anybody can be canceled when's the last thing you heard from trump you haven't I don't know. I saw him do an interview about the boosters and the vaccines and stuff like that, but yeah, not like not much. Um, 
with all of that said, I still don't think people should be using that word in any context. Well, obviously. Just, you know, well, like, obviously. I'm not condoning that in the slightest. It was poor taste. With that said, it was also... Shut up, Larry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) He said, what's wrong with it? (laughs) You're going to have to cut that because we cannot have that. (laughs) Uh, It's (laughs) given this whole conversation. It's, uh, yeah, it's just not, you know, that's just not, we don't, we've moved away from that, I I feel like. But I don't know. To me, it's just kind of sad. All of it. Yeah, I don't know. Censoring people is not the right way to go. That is just. It ain't gonna work. It's not gonna accomplish the goal you want to, and it's and, and the people that that cheer on other people being censored. I I have never in my life asked for anybody. I've, I I see a lot of shit online that I'm like, don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. That's stupid. Whatever. I've never been like they shouldn't be able to say that. They should never have a, a chance to tweet anything ever again. You know what I mean? Like if you don't like it, fucking walk away. Listen to something else. Do something else. What are we what are we doing here? Like just move on. Mm-hmm. What what do you have what do you not have going on in your life that somebody something that somebody that doesn't know you will never know you. You don't know them. You've never seen them. What is something that they said have any impact on your life? What do you not have going on that you should have going on if that's going to make such a big impact in your life? Figure it the fuck out. I gotta go take a piss. <laughs> Alright. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Alright, let me take my mask off. Well, finish your fucking Ricola. You know what? I will finish my Ricola whenever I goddamn want. You don't have to listen to it in your ears. Okay. I agree with that. Fair enough. And you didn't do those push-ups. Yes, I did. Dude, you're fucking full of push-ups. Can you? Do you guys realize that we went from? Larry's full of shit and didn't do two push-ups to talking about cancel culture in a matter of 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I kind of love it. That's how she blows. And Larry I did those fucking his. push-ups. Dude, you you did not. Yes, I There's did. There's no the... fucking way. You did the ones that we saw. Yes. Yes. I did. But I did those you... other ones as well. No. Yes. Not a chance in hell. Absolutely. You did not do twelve pushups yes, in the I last did. twenty-four. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Because you not never, more. you you have not said anything about pushups. That's why I asked you about them. It's not like you've been like I've been. How on do a you push-up. organically bring up pushups? You just be like, you know, I've been I, doing you know, pushups. Oh, yeah. oh organic. Yeah, I, I'm not working, but I'm doing some pushups. So yeah. Mondo has not been doing pushups. I'll show you hey. somebody that's not been doing pushups. Hey. What's what's up, dude? We got some pepperoni <laughs> dips going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's somebody a, that's not been doing push-ups. That's no, a lunchable bite-sized nipple right there. I know they're tiny. But Put that right. on a Ritz cracker. 
It would probably cover like a quarter of a Ritz cracker. <laughs> is this shit on? Of. Yeah, this shit is on. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I get made fun of for my tiny nipples. How often? Uh, probably like once a week by my fiance. Like, like a passerby? Does she just is like it the same oh, material? Yeah, yeah. She's not original. Oh, those uh, are such cute little tiny nipples. How are Fuck hers? You. No comment. <laughs> Come on now, what are you talking about? We can talk about my nipples. Uh, his nipples are okay to show on TV. Hers are not. No, can't have that. <laughs> can't have that. Um, so Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah, Super Bowl, yeah. Are we excited guess... at all? Yeah, hope Cincinnati wins it and uh, dedicates it to uh, Harambe. I saw that. That was funny. It's an that I'm sorry, but that joke is old though. Like, oh, but it's well, it's old enough one. now that it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. I still have a coffee mug that says "R.I.P. Harambe." <laughs> nice. So go Bengals, right? We're a Bengals pocket. Yeah, go Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I generally root against the California teams, just as a rule of thumb. They have too many. As an Oregonian, they, I just hate it. They do have too many. I mean, they can't even support one football team in L.A., let alone two. Right. Like you said previously, there's just too much going on there. Like, nobody gives a fuck. If you're going to go to a sporting event and, like, be seen, like, you're going to go to a Lakers game. Yeah, you're not going to the Rams game. You're not going to the Rams. No. Or the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Or the Clippers. Mm -mm. Or the Angels. Mm -mm. Or the Kings. Well, that's, in well, that's different. Oh, that's like oh, seven hours about, away. You're talking about hockey. You're yeah. talking about hockey. Yeah. Yeah, Just probably not going to the Kings game either. No. You can't go there and like get a hot pick taken at a fucking Kings game because you're all bundled up because it's cold as shit. Or an LA Galaxy. Yeah, I don't ain't know. Nobody, enough. ain't nobody <laughs> going to the Galaxy games. Come on. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, but that kind of fits. Like Portland soccer's super popular. I know that's, yeah, that's Portland. Way different, but you know what I mean. Like, there's did you just niche, did you just try to niche, compare Portland? No, no, and no, LA. no, no. There's niche sports with those like kind of unique, trendy cities. Yeah, the MLS fits Portland to a T. I know, and I hate that. <laughs> Speaking Don't get me Portland, wrong. Seattle supports the Sounders quite well, and yes. we're not that far apart, but the MLS in Portland is a like a perfect glove fit. Yes. Oh, yeah, I know. So, Because the they're all losers. Team, yeah, that's fine. I don't live there anymore, so you can talk shit about it. The... <laughs> Other Portland team, the Trailblazers, have had a lot of moves of, of late. Uh, last week, Norman Powell to L.A. for fucking basically nothing. And then, I'm sorry, but uh, second-round picks, getting them, like, in a trade in the NBA, I don't get it. Like, what are we doing? 
um, first round picks, if it's not a lottery pick, are the same thing. Yes. I'd say I wouldn't. Well, yeah, what's the lottery? Uh, top 13, I think. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I was going to say top 15, so yeah, lottery. Um, then the next trade today, Tuesday, the 8th, CJ McCollum to the Pelicans, and we got some younger guys at 2022 first round that is protected. And, um, yeah, play, just fucking average players. It opened up a lot of salary cap, which I like, and frankly, the Blazers have not been good this year, mostly because of injuries. The team just need they need to change something. Mm. Well, so where does Dame end up? Because I he heard stays. today, I heard today that their their plan is to reload and completely rebuild around Dame, which <laughs> mm-hmm. is they, uh, he's you ain't he's gonna do few... it with Josh Hart. Thomas Sadoransky, no. Nikhil yeah, Alexander Walker, or Didi Luzada. Yes, I, I know, I know. They opened up a lot of cap space, so they're. I think they're going to try and sign a big free agent, which is the only real play to me. Um, they have a good amount of cap space now, getting CJ off the books. Frankly, I, I hate to see it go, but see him go, just because I liked him. They're not winning a championship with that backcourt. So I think Dame needs uh, – I was hoping, frankly, you sold me on Ben Simmons. I was hoping they would make a play for that just because I feel like they could have got him for cheap. It could have been CJ and, like, like a, that's it. Frankly, well, they would have done that straight up. Yeah, the they 76ers would have, done that up. would have had to throw something in for that because CJ is a fucking baller and nobody likes Ben Simmons. So – a little bit frustrated, but at the same time, it's nice to see some moves, but it is kind of sad to see see him go. The others, meh. I mean, Norman Powell's been good, but they're not a championship team right now. Could I uh, offer you an olive branch? I will accept your olive branch. Say, say they play bad. Say they don't do so hot this season. Say they don't do so hot next season. Guess who's eligible for the 2024 NBA draft? LeBron James Bronny. Jr. Bronald? <laughs> Bronald. <laughs> yeah, Bronald. So you're saying that there's a That's way a da- that the Blazers get Bronny and Braun. And Dame. And Dame? Did we win a ship? What is that, a 41-year-old a LeBron 41 James? 41-year-old <laughs> Bronald LeBron. James? No. You don't see that happening? Look, well, maybe, look at the numbers I can he's see putting it. up right now. The, I, I could see it happening, potentially, because LeBron's going to go wherever Barney gets drafted, and I want to see him end up in the weirdest uniform. I want to see him in a Pistons uniform. Oh, I want to see LeBron finish his career in Detroit. The Motor like, City. Give me something weird. Plays with give Derrick me, Rose. Give me LeBron in Indiana. Give me LeBron in fucking... I don't, I don't think know. that's obscure. Orlando. Orlando. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> LeBron in a magic uniform? What? Utah. We're in the 45. Like, what? What are we doing? Utah's a good one, too. That's just The funny. Wizards. <laughs> uh, that, I agree with you. I hope he gets drafted to some fucking random place. Because you know he's still going to go. LeBron would, would make his way there. 
He he said it outright that he wants to play with his kid, and I don't really blame him, especially being 41. Fuck it. I mean, why not? But I like Larry's theory. We suck for a couple years, draft Bronny, get LeBron, Dame, and and Bronald and LeBron <laughs> go to the finals. Well, but is Bronny... Like what? What are we looking at in terms of actual rankings? Wise, I'm looking it up right now. Fucking beats me. He's <laughs> he's six three. Okay, he's not bad. Six three combo guard, one ninety. Um, and he's seventeen, so he's not done growing. No, but he's a four star. You know, he, yeah, he'll be eligible, and honestly, he'd probably go pretty high just because that team's gonna get LeBron. But like. How good of a player are we talking here? Like, if, if he's going to be like the Antetokounmpo brother that just chills mm. under the end of the bench. Right. Is that worth a number one overall pick just because you're going to get 41-year-old LeBron? For is me, it? his hairline at that time. Oh, he won't have God, him. He's not. Go bald. Just shave it all off. Hair plugs have come a long way. I mean, yeah. Shit, we just Keeping watched that build. Oh, I'm keeping my eye on you, Drew Brees. Or he just shaves it all off and just finally nips the question in the bud and decides, you know what, I am the b- better bald player. I am the better Michael Jordan. Just shaves it off. <laughs> <laughs> and grows a little mustache. <laughs> yeah, right just back. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think... A fan base would do that with the number one pick for Bronny in one, maybe two years of LeBron. Think about how much money they would make. Like, as an ownership group, it's like, yeah, father-son on the same team. They're going to sell out every single game. One is so hit or miss, too. Like, that's the thing with the draft. Like we were talking about, after the first, even, sometimes, Sometimes it's like six. Yeah. It's bad sometimes. Sometimes Not that they're bad players, but... Yes, that's the thing, is it's a lot of unknowns. Because you only get one year in college, really. Like, a lot of those lottery picks have only played one year in college, so it's kind of throwing darts to a certain extent. Unless it's Zion. Yeah. Well, and even Zion, dude, look at Zion now. He's not going to play this whole year. Zion is the weirdest case, because do you remember when he blew his shoe out at Duke? When his shoe broke? And, And then he came back, and people were like, what is he doing? Like, he's risking his draft stock. He's risking this. Why does he play in these games? And he was like, no, I just I want to play college basketball. I want to go out and, and win a national title. Like, I, I enjoy playing basketball. And now he's so fat that he can't even play? Do you think that's the case, though? Or is it his injuries are lingering? Or is he just fat now? Yes and yes. Like, it's a foot injury. He's too fat to walk on his own feet. <laughs> And, he, like, and, and, and I knew we were really I knew, fat for that. I knew we were in trouble when I saw preseason a commercial with him and Zach Levine, which is cool because I went to high school with Zach. So I was like, man, this guy's out here getting Mountain Dew commercials. That's fucking awesome. But he's on a couch with Zion for a Mountain Dew commercial, and Zion's looking hefty, and it's only gone the wrong it. way. I gotta Google this. Zion is big, dude. Thick with two C's. Maybe three.
Oh, he do look thick. He's big, man. <clears throat> With the the bowl of like lays barbecue in front of him. Yeah, dude. He he's got the the fat in the neck where you can slide the credit card through it. He's got the credit card slit neck. He's got oh, the forty-five-year-old yeah. high school D-line coach neck. I'm watching <laughs> it right now. Yeah, he's thick. Damn. And Compare they're just sitting the on the couch drinking Mountain Dew playing PlayStation. You know, did they even have to sign Zion to this deal, or did they just show up at his house? Just gave him a Mountain Dew. <laughs> they're like, hey, they're man. Just, they didn't even have to do that. They just showed up, set the camera, started rolling. It's just day in the life of Zion. Man, he got memed fast. He was the next like LeBron James, and now everybody's <laughs> making fat jokes at his expense. Well, dude, he actually put up some some damn good numbers last year and his rookie year. He put up some <laughs> some damn good numbers. No fucking way. Just Please the, Google. The... Sorry. Please Google Zion Williamson fat second image. Oh God. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> the one where his arms are huge <laughs> compared Just... to Booker. Yeah. <laughs> or Booger. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Sorry, I totally cut you off, Chris. Well, I just, I was, I mean, I was thinking when he came into the league, like, guy is 6'6". Six, six. His whole thing is playing above the rim. What, what's the fit there in the modern NBA? That's, that's kind of a strange thing. And now he's ballooned up. And I mean, I'm sure he can get right. Remember the pictures of James Harden to start last year, where he yeah. he didn't want to play for the Rockets, and so he was just chubby as hell. And then he just figured it out, and he was fine. Um, that's you know, guys can change their body pretty quick if they're motivated to, but it's. Like Player I said, Zion, Zion put up big time numbers last year. Like his effective field goal percentage was one of the highest ever. He's mm-hmm. he's a damn good player. He and he can be a good yeah. player. It's just a strange fit because what do you got? What position are you gonna have him play? Is he gonna play center at six six? Granted, no. PJ Tucker's done it, and you can you can use a small ball center. But then what is he gonna play? The four? Then you can have a shooting five. Like you yeah. can basically only have one non-shooter on the court at most in today's NBA. So what does Zion do? What where's this fit? And now if he's fat and he can't even dunk, what do we? What do we? You got a chubby jump shooter, kind of. That's not the best. Um, to me, he's really tracking like Big Baby Davis. Unfortunately. Big baby. Glenn Davis. That guy was a monster at LSU. Right? He was awesome. And his NBA career was not nearly hyped like what Zion is. With that said. Not even close. I mean, he was. He was, he was always was like one. A, yeah. He was. And, and Glenn Davis was always a big dude. Like, he was always thick. And don't get me wrong, Zion too, but when you saw him playing at Duke. It was like he's a little fluffy, but look at him fucking jump. So, I, I and like you said, I think he can drop some lbs and be fine. But man, he's already getting 
like weird foot injuries that just linger. Yeah, that's tough, man. Foot and ankle, and you're 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 an athletic style of player getting to the hole, playing above the rim. It's not the best fit, and you're not seven feet tall. You're six six. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I think it's a surefire deal that he's not going to play the rest of this year. And who knows for next year, but he's really going to have to like do some work and get in some, sh- get in like good shape or at least, at least to what he was at Duke and in his first year, like body physique wise. Well, what I've heard is that the Pelicans are, they have some PTSD from the Anthony Davis saga where they, they they're in New Orleans like they can't really play hardball. They're not a destination NBA franchise, and so they have kind of catered to Zion throughout the whole process and just kind of let him do. Dude, there's stories of him falling asleep in team meetings. Like there's where it's he can just do whatever he wants, and I don't know the how how verified those are how true any of that stuff is i can just see what i'm seeing and this guy hasn't played for a year but he's still cashing checks it's strange man it's strange yeah would you rather at this nba this year no fuck no i won't watch the nba until the playoffs start i'll watch the playoff (laughs) nba but that's it i i mean you cannot no college basketball is a better product it is usually for me I'll watch the Blazers, but this year's been so poor, I really haven't watched much. And it's on Root, and I don't have fucking Root Sports. You're missing out. You got the Kraken games on Root. Mariner games on Root. I'm not missing much. You got to be sub-500 this year. Number one, Number one farm system in baseball. Thank you very much. Yeah. The Yankees had that the other year, and... They were shit. Yeah, but so. three years ago, we had the worst farm system in the MLB. Going from last to worst in the matter of three years, that's not too freaking shabby. Don't get me wrong. I think you guys are on definitely the right path and are going to be good. Do I think it's next year? No. Two years? Maybe three? Yes. I think they'll be very competitive. Hey, we weren't supposed to be good last year. Yeah, so you're going to regress. Ooh, doubtful. No, there's a, there's, there's a pretty good case. I'm not saying it's end-all, be-all. It, it seems like any time the Mariners have any hype going into a season, it, it usually goes down the shitter. That's true. We've all, there you go. We've, all, we've all seen that. <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, I'm a product of that. Yes. So that's I, why I, I will say, I will say, since Baseball America started putting out their top 100, and they're like, they're, I think it was Baseball America. It may have been Prospectus. Um, since they've started putting out their farm rankings, and the team that had the number one farm has gone on to, I think it was play in a World Series. Um, like 15 of the 19 teams that have been number one have gone on within like a three-year period, have gone on to do it. And one of the ones that missed was the Padres, who was 2019. So it's like, I mean, they've been pretty on the money with mm-hmm. with that and how that mm-hmm. translates. Will that be this year? I hope so. Will we get baseball this year? I hope so. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. I, I man, I, I really fucking hope so. Because we got baseball is fucking infectious, man. It's infectious. And when you got a good team and everybody's watching them, there's nothing like it. 
one of the best baseball games, Mariners games that I went to was with you, Chris, when it, it was the game that mattered against the Angels, or when all the games mattered coming up towards the end. Uh, against when, the A's. Oh, it was that could, Wednesday against yeah. the A's. Was it yeah. the A's? Yeah. And it was you know trying to secure that last spot in the wild card and literally everybody that was there was there to watch the game i wasn't like looking around people were just like dicking on their phones no everybody was watching the game it, people stood up for you know the first batter of the game and didn't sit down till the end of the game pretty much the whole time was just rowdy yeah it's fun yeah it's a good environment i'd like i'd like to be able to go to that and see some uh see some of the young guns we got in our pen better get your booster oh jesus <laughs> jeez are they requiring that now i don't know i fucking He's just being that. funny uh so anyway what do we think about the super bowl uh anybody bet any uh prop bets what do we what we got over on the national anthem 95 seconds I fucking suck at that. Over. I've I've missed it like two or three years in a row. Well, did uh how many fans were at uh, the last year's Super Bowl? Was it just healthcare workers? I don't. Well, know. It was a sold out stadium. Oh, it was a sold out stadium. Okay, never mind. They're not gonna pass up that corporate money. No, of course not. Fuck no! Come on. Well, I mean, you you guys saw the ticket what prices, pandemic? Right? You kidding me? We're in Florida, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I, over. Over 95 seconds? Yeah, over 95 seconds. Who's singing it? Local? Um, Creed. Country star Mickey Guyton. Mickey? Never heard of him. Or her. No. Me either. Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Mickey Guyton. Yeah. Over 95 seconds is minus 147, so that's where the money is. I mean, probably it safe always bet. is, though. Not always. Coin toss, what, what are you guys think? going? I was just going to go there. Ooh. Tails. It was heads last year, it's tails this year. Probability, <laughs> motherfucker. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going, I was I'm hoping going to heads. slide that one past. <laughs> I'm gonna take heads just for yeah, that statement. Heads as well. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Keep reading them. All right. First performing artist shown live during halftime. Um, mm. We got the odds here. Uh, multiple artists is the leading it's favorite. Got plus one ninety. Ooh. And okay. Then we got the the five options there. We got Snoop, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. I think it's going to be uh, Snoop. By himself? He's like, he's like the people's champion. Yeah. To I don't, start it? No. I don't, I don't see it. I see Eminem coming out and just like it's faded just to light on him only. It starts out eh. with like, I don't know. No love. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Or I think, ooh, that'd be I dope. think it's Snoop or I and think then it's that, the And then that All beat goes into the Dr. Dre beat and then it, yeah, ooh. Larry's over here producing a halftime show in his mind. Um, I'm uh, multiple artists. That's the favorite. That seems like it would be kind of. They don't do it like that, though. Really, 
maybe. Well, like, has there ever been end. a halftime show quite like this? Where no. It's... No. No. Well, there's been like, there's been main people with like guest appearances, but like not... Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or it was uh. Or Creed. Wasn't there? Creed. Wasn't there a guest appearance with Tom Petty? Can you take me <laughs> And then he just disappears. I don't even know the lyrics after Can You Take Me Higher. <laughs> I just remember seeing Wolf get piss ass drunk and dance around with that blaring all during college. Like a Jesus. fucking asshole. Larry, I like your uh I like your Eminem pick. I'll take Eminem. Eminem yeah, what's that? It. Plus four hundred. Plus four hundred? Snoop's at plus three hundred. Okay. D O double G. There's no way they start off with Mary J. Blige. Or Kendrick. I don't know. Those are both at plus five fifty. Yeah. Um, color of the Gatorade. Green. Green slash yellow slash lime. You're looking at plus four fifty. That's the third best odds on the board. Uh. Purple. Purple is the highest odds. Um, you're looking at plus one thousand. Okay. Which is, that's, man, if I'm the one, if I'm the one in charge of that decision, I love me some Fierce Grape. I love Fierce Grape. It's so good. (sighs) Gas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Orange is, (laughs) (laughs) orange is currently the odds on favorite at plus 200. Um, I I like the, uh, I like the, the lemon lime pick. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with you there at plus 450. So the last four years. It's been 2017, none. 2018, yellow, green. 2019, blue. 2020, orange. Mm. So purple. So I think purple is due. Purple is due. Purple might be due. Should we just should we place a podcast bet on on fierce grape? I like fierce grape. I like it. Yeah, fierce grape. I should, it is. That's my favorite flavor. Fierce grape is Let fucking fire. The God last damn. time it was purple was 2012. Oh. Yeah, it's super do. It's yeah. super do. Fierce grape it's... with a nipple top. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh, call back <laughs> to nipples. Ayo. <laughs> okay, Super Bowl MVP. Who we got? Super Bowl MVP. Well, if we're a Bengals podcast and we think the Bengals are going to win, I'm going to go Mixon. with Joey Big ball to burrow. <laughs> He's Jeff Mixon. That was a curveball, Larry. Got me there. I was out on my front foot. Um, yeah, so here's here's the, the top six. We got Matt Stafford at plus 105. Joe Burrow plus 230. Cooper, Clip, Coop, Cooper Cup plus 700. Jamar Ooh. Chase plus 2,000. Wow. Aaron Donald plus two thousand, Odell Beckham plus twenty five hundred. So the thing with the receivers is that's tricky because they have to have a hell of a game. If the receiver, well, they have to have a hell of a game, and the quarterback. <laughs> nobody else has a yeah. hell of a game because <laughs> anything the receiver does, the quarterback also did. Dion yeah. Branch won it. Against the Eagles. And then he signed with the Hawks and it was a disappointment. I can't remember <laughs> the bitter? last time. 
Eh, no. On his fucking Dion branch. He had neon gloves. Cool. I have a signed helmet by him. Also cool. <laughs> Did you ever wear it? It's a mini helmet, so no. Oh. <laughs> 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 also have a Bobby Wagner one. That's cool, too. All right. So, I don't even want to read this list. So, going back, the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have Tom Brady, Vaughn Miller, Tom Brady, Nick Foles, Julian Edelman, Patrick Mahomes, Tom fucking Brady. Uh, Julian Edelman won it and had 10 catches, 140. But that was the game where he had that crazy catch. Yeah, the crazy catch where he, like, dropped it and, like, caught it again. That was the Falcon Super Bowl. um, I thought it was interesting that you cut that off right before uh, Malcolm Smith of the Seahawks. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize that, really. Sorry, I'll include him. Malcolm Smith. There you go. Okay, so a linebacker has has won it. And also, that was a robbery job of Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor was the MVP of that game. And he was the MVP from the first, well, the second play from scrimmage of the Broncos. First one, they snapped it over Peyton Manning's head. Second one, Demarius Thomas on a crossing route. Rest in peace. Cam Chancellor (laughs) murdered. Popped his ass. Well, let's not say murdered. That's Oh, God. Okay, Jesus. please cut that. Oh my <laughs> Larry, goodness. please cut that. No, oh my God. God. You're, you're, that. you're keeping that one. Good okay, Lord. Then I'll cut it. Bad taste. <laughs> Larry, you have to cut Slap that. on the wrist. No, that was horrible. Good that was Lord. a Freudian slip. That was very much unintentional. Very much Freudian? Is it Freudian or Freudian? Freudian, yeah. Freudian. That was very much unintentional. Please cut that. <laughs> I will not, but moving on. Safety during the game. Yes, plus 900. No. Could you imagine if you put, like, some serious coin on safety during the game, during the Hawks-Broncos, and the first snap of the game goes over Peyton Manning's head? And you're like, yes! Yes! Let's go! That'd be sweet. Yeah, every other bet is already paid for at that point. Yeah. Everything's house money at that point. You're you're riding. You bet the, you got the coin toss right. You got the safety on the first. And then he's like, you know what, Malcolm Smith MVP. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of odds would you have had to wait for Malcolm Smith? Twelve thousand. I don't even think that you could even bet that. No, you couldn't. It, it, like a lot of times, if you're betting like a touchdown score. It'll list like some pretty obscure offensive guys, like a fullback and shit, pretty okay. high, and then it'll just be like any defensive player oh, okay. for this team. Gotcha. Okay, so there has been a total of nine safeties in the Super Bowl. Uh, it's sixteen point three percent of Super Bowls. Not bad odds, honestly. I'm. I'm. I did not think. It was going to be that high. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of. That's a lot of safeties. Opening kickoff return for a touchdown plus eight thousand. Shout out Devin Hester. I don't. I don't think Only that happens. Okay, cherry picking Larry minus fucking ten thousand. 
20k. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Larry, you'd have to you'd have to put down 20,000 to win 100. For what? Oh. For that not to happen. Oh, really? <laughs> then you imagine imagine he takes it back. <laughs> You're just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> just like no way. <laughs> There's no way. They run like a reverse fake. Just That's like that's like taking Bama money line against the Citadel. <laughs> My, and they're like minus 54 dot for favorites. It's <laughs> like I don't know. I just I just like uh I, I just like the way they're playing right now. So there's only been one kickoff returned for a touchdown the Devin Hester one like you mentioned. There's only one time one kind of touchdown that's never been scored. What is it? One kind of touchdown? Mm-hmm. Field goal block for a touchdown. Nope. A Larry. field goal return? A field goal miss return for a touchdown? Nope. I don't know if they counted that, so this is kind of a stupid one to ask. But there's never been a punt return touchdown. That's, really? I thought Percy Harvin did that. No, that was a kick. That was the okay. open second half. That's when we knew it was over. Right. They did like kind of a weird squib kick. Granted, he that's from up sports like fifteen casting, so take it with a grain of salt. I don't know if that's actually true. Today, no punt, no punts, no punts have been returned for a touchdown in Super Bowl history. That's kind of crazy to me. That's interesting. Um, I don't. Oh, he's on the website I'm on right now. I don't have a ton more great po- uh, prop bets. First touchdown score. Ooh. Cooper Cup. I think that's a safe pick. That's kind of why I like him for MVP. Like, you saw against the 49ers, he just... Stafford had, like, a meh game. Like, he did good. Like, he didn't, you know... It wasn't, like, blow you away, but... Fucking Cooper Cup, man. He just makes plays. And it, the thing I think that makes it MVP worthy, like for the Super Bowl, is the yards after catch. Right. And how often Stafford is going to him. Like when yeah. he needs a play. And it's like, do you think Stafford's going to have a really good game? Or do you think that the Cooper Cup's just going to go off? Like if you think the Rams are going to win, I think that's probably the way to go. Is you take Cooper Cup and, and just kind of hope. Um but, I mean, dude, he catches three three or four slants and takes each one, like, 25-plus yards. It's like Stafford didn't really do much there. It's all Cooper Cup. And turns one into a touchdown, there's kind of your weird outlier. Or has, like, gets, the play like Julian Edelman, you know. Obviously where that's it gets not... dangerous, though, is if, like, yeah, he's racking up. Say he has 12 catches for a buck 30 and maybe one touchdown, but then Stafford also threw – one to Tyler Higby and one to Odell Beckham, and yeah. Stafford's got 300 yards and three touchdowns, and it's like mm-hmm. mm, default to the quarterback. Like that's yeah. But I think that's why you take someone that's not a quarterback for that outlier, just because so that's where you're getting the money. You're not getting the money from like what'd you say Stafford was plus 105. Yeah, something crazy like that. That's I mean that's you can't. Shit. Why would you even bet that? Yeah. No. 
If you're going to take an MVP, you do something a little bit more obscure than that. Although I would say anytime touchdown scorer, Cooper Cup, that's, I don't know what it's at, but I mean, you got to go with that. They're going to find him. He's going to, you're probably going to get even money on it. Take that one. Um, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase kind of burned me in the AFC Championship game. I had I had some big props for for Chase in that one, and it kind of burned me because Burrow was able to look at Higgins, and he has some other options. Whereas for Stafford, yeah, he has Odell Beckham. Like he's obviously that's a solid second option, but it's not quite the same. Whereas, like if they just shade coverage over to Jamar Chase, it's you know, Cooper Cup's going to find his way. He's going to get his money. The crazy thing is Jamar Chase is a fucking rookie. Like, <laughs> and he's putting up these numbers. Yeah. I hope they pull it out, though, man. I like that. I like this Bengals team. They're fun to watch. I like Joe Burrow. It's, I like Joe Burrow. That's, yeah, that's it's, it's it just Joe to. Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a fun quarterback to watch. He's got really good pocket presence, and he throws darts. That's and he's got swag. Say. And he's got swag. He's got white boy swag. He's he he's the perfect white man. He's the he has the capability. <laughs> oh, don't let's 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 hey. Let, hey, hold on. Let me let me explain. He's the perfect he's the perfect person because he. <laughs> you guys keep breaking me off. He's the candidate that is able to breach both sides. He's able to breach and, t- and speak with the whites and breach and he can speak with the black people as well he can go both ways he's a perfect quarterback have you not seen the pictures where he's like shaking hands with like his uh lineman on twitter and then the other ones he's like throwing up dub signs smoking a cigars with a with his wide receiver he can he can do both things no i i get what you're saying larry i get what you're saying we it was very funny how you got there he's kind of like the have you ever seen the uh, the Key and Peele Obama sketch? Yes. Mm-hmm. He is the reverse of that, where it's like Obama is like very proper, very proper, yeah. very proper, and then then he gets to another African American. He's afternoon, Mark Darun. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dabs him up. <laughs> Joe Burrow's the same way, where he's yeah. like he can. I think they call that code switching. Yes, and, it's code switching. Um, yeah. No, no. In, in, in vernacular nowadays. Right. Go Bengals. Go Bengals. Rest in Go peace, Harambe. You know, they have like <laughs> six people in their scouting department total. Impressive. That's no. very impressive. Why was I supposed to know how many scouts the Bengals have? No, I mean, that's. Well, that's if a very you look small at like. Team. If you look at like their drafts or their trades, I, I'm I can almost guarantee you they're bottom of the league in terms of trades. Um, their drafts are basically almost always they just pick first round, second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. They just use their picks, and they're just very like they don't really communicate with other teams. They don't have this massive scouting apparatus. Like they're just literally a family run business hmm. in the NFL. And they made and it to the Super Bowl <laughs> because of Joe Burrow. Like yeah. that's like it's not like they changed their ways or they've like adopted these new analytics or anything crazy. It's like they're just 
Yeah, no, it's the same mom and pop shop, and we just got a real good quarterback. So. <laughs> yeah, we got a new GM. We're able to take a lot more vacations. <laughs> it's actually quite relaxing. How many years has Joe Burrow playing Cincinnati? Whole year. I'll set the whole career. I'll set the, whole career. Set wow. the over under. I'll set the over under at six and a half years. He's from Ohio, right? He is. Hmm. Under. He's Over. Whole career. I can see him being a Bengal for life. Yeah, but no. At the same I... time, how much do you love Ohio? I think he moves Well, on. I will say, I, I was I th- reading I this. Think... I was reading a story um, from when he was transferred from Ohio State. And he was considered to be kind of a lock to Cincinnati. And Ed Orgeron, they'd had him on a visit down to LSU. And Ed Orgeron kind of connected with his brother. And there's a, I think it's a text thread, um, kind of quote from Ed Orgeron to Joe Burrow's brother. And Ed says, you know, you know, what do you, what do you think? And he goes, you know, it's his choice. And please do an Ed Orgeron voice while you're God. While you're let talking. me let me find the fucking. Um, okay, while we, the... while you're looking that up, I think it's not quite time to have this conversation. But maybe after next year, Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow, because what? Like. It's just interesting because they were both like the golden boys, you know, in that those couple years of college football, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow wins. Joe Burrow wins. Yeah, I understand that. That's why I wanted to to bring it up is because it was kind to me when I was looking at like their two college careers, kind of like a pick'em really, but now it's so far skewed of like, duh, Burrow. Like hindsight 2020 kind of thing. Obviously, we got to give Trevor Lawrence some more time. He hasn't even played his second year yet. Well, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence had the no doubt better. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily no doubt because Joe Burrow had the best. Well, kind Joe of. Burrow had the best college football season of any quarterback ever. But Trevor Lawrence was like deemed that as a freshman. Right. Like you and want he, him. Yeah, he had the you better do career to get him. Right. That's what. That's the only because yes, I agree with you. Burrow had the best season a, a, a quarterback's ever had in college, and it's there's some you can throw in there too. Well, I mean, go back to like Vince Young and keep going down the list, but still, in my opinion, he did, and or at least the top three. But Trevor Lawrence, like every when he was a freshman, was like, yes, he's of course he's the starter. Have you seen him? And so it was always that hype of like, duh, they're going to get to the title game. And then he goes to the NFL, it's the Jags saga with, of course, Urban Meyer doesn't help there, but to me, like, they were kind of coming out of college with the same expectations of, like, just future greatness. Like, this is the the two that were going to lead the league into the future is why I was bringing it up. Do you really want me to do an Ed Ordron voice? I do. Because it's going to be really bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, if you want to listen to him once too, so you can try and imitate it, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me pull up a little. Go Tigers. Go See, Tigers. There you go. 
Okay, yeah, no, that, that, got, that got me in the zone. Go Tigers. All right. <clears throat> hey, Dan, what's Joe going to do? Well, Coach, it's his decision. Hey, Dan, fuck that. LSU or Cincinnati. Listen, Dan, I want you to reach down there and check a package. If you got two, you need to give him a call and tell him LSU is the best place for him. Are you going to let him go to Cincinnati instead of LSU, Dan? Well, it's going to be up to Joe. Danny, if you love your brother and you want what's best for him, and I know you do, you got to call him and you got to be firm with him. Yes, sir. I know you love your brother. And you know what the best decision for him is to go to LSU. You got to be strong. You got to be forceful in how you say it. Yes, sir. <laughs> it was like a, like a poor imitation of Larry's Bane. <laughs> go Tigers. That was better than I was expecting. That was better than I was expecting. That was good. Did he do a Dan sandwich in that? Was it a Dan to start a text and then a Dan to end that same text? Yeah, Yeah, the the text (laughs) starts. The text starts, Hey, Dan, fuck that. LSU or Cincinnati? And then it ends. Are you going to let him go to Cincinnati instead of LSU, Dan? (laughs) That's amazing. Dude, I love him. <laughs> He's just too fucking funny. Ed O just absolutely alpha Joe Burrow's brother and to get him to go to LSU. He, he yes sir him at the end. Yes, sir. Twice? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Ed wasn't taking one yes, sir for an answer. He's like, uh-huh. I, need, I need double double here. Confirm this for me. Yeah, I think Joe. I, I think Joey B's got he's got that the it factor. He's got the Moxie. He's got Moxie. Moxie. I I agree with you. He's a stud, no doubt. He's also just fun to fucking watch. He's he's kind of seems like I don't know. I don't know. I can't like really pin him down, but. I don't know. I just like him. He's he's fun to watch. He seems like an interesting cat. I don't know. Dude, they I'm were down fan. twenty-one to three at Arrowhead. Twenty-one to three, and they came and they won and that won. game. Are you kidding me? Big balls. I think I think on paper, there's no reason that the Rams should lose that game, but football's not played on paper. And okay, coach speak. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> that was perfect. 